0: Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome once again to Off the Shelf with Phil and Dave. This week's movie we have 1989's Glorious UHF. weird out. Here. And I'm here with my dear, close personal, longtime friend Dave. How are you doing, buddy? What are your initial thoughts on this particular movie of the week?
1: Well, my initial thoughts aren't. I wouldn't use the word glorious. <laughs> Uh, that's for sure Um, I watched it with my wife and uh, she got up to go to the bathroom and she said to me don't pause it Uh, (laughs) so so, uh, uh, now that's her thoughts my thoughts um, I would say mildly entertaining okay uh, with the emphasis on the word mildly (laughs) yeah okay all right uh, I almost kind of forgot I, I, like I know I've seen it's been years and it, it took me a while to, to after the opening scene to remember and then it all came back to me. Not to say there's some, it's not a ter- I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. There were some cute scenes there's certain things about the movie I liked. Don't get me wrong. let's be clear. Um, I just uh, you know it wasn't as funny as I remember it being. So I want to ask you, Phil,
0: Why did you do it? (laughs) Uh, You know, that's a very good question. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of reasons. You know, we have not yet gone to the 80s. And I thought, uh, what better way to do that than uh, Summer 89, which uh, saw other movies like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade and Lethal Weapon 2 and Batman and Ghostbusters 2 and When Harry Met oh. Sally.
1: So you can pick a thought, good movie.
0: <laughs> so I thought, you know, of all the 30 <laughs> blockbuster uh, movies that uh, I could have picked, I went with UHF. And uh, I was... Um, every other movie we've watched, or certainly that I've recommended anyway, have been uh, maybe a little heavy on the drama, uh, maybe. And so the thought was let's shake it up. Let's go uh, for a, a comedy off the shelf—a real, real silly kind of balls-out comedy um, that I last remember loving. And that's that's that was, that's the origin story. That's why I, I selected it for our viewing pleasure. And uh, uh, lightly, well, you know, similar to you, I'll, I'll say this: uh, there's a couple of initial thoughts that I had, and, and one is. Uh, unless you were born in the eighties or maybe, you know, seventies, I suppose, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think anybody, you know, sort of, let's say born later than 89, uh, would have any idea about any of the references in this movie.
1: Um, yeah, let's say we one of those film buff types. So who really appreciate movies that came out, you know, before them sort of thing. There's a, I know a few people like that. I really appreciate those.
0: Well, uh, yes, yeah. yeah,
1: but those are few and far between. So, yeah, you wouldn't really get uh, references think, without watching these
0: films. I think so. And I think, you know, even more than the movie's references, which is obviously uh, we can kind of get into a little bit. But I think for me, it's just the entire concept of a UHF television station is like completely foreign to people, you know, and I think that's true, yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. These movies People have seen before. You're right. It's more towards. the Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, I think the entire concept is, you know, UHF is, you know, it was like channel 13 or like channel zero on the on the old dial, you know, and that doesn't exist anymore. And even the television references or the types of, of commercials and some of the, you know, just some of the hijinks uh, throughout the movie, I, I was watching and was struck by uh, while I have some fond memories of, of that. Uh, I think if I were to show it to uh, anybody like, you know, sort of, you know, 15 years younger than me, I don't know that they would have any sense as to what that kind of thing was. Now, they might laugh or they might find some things humorous, but I think the entire concept would be foreign to them.
1: And yeah, was- you're absolutely right now that you they mentioned that because um, I remember, again, having that second dial on the TV for your higher up channels, your TVOs and your... PBS and Channel 57 and, and what have you, French Station 49, uh, <laughs> things like that. Yep. One thing I, I like to mention, though, is when I'm watching this and, and they're getting to the part where he's taking over the the, the, the the station, it's like that would be really fun.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to
1: do that. Just the whole experience of what he had the opportunity. I really would enjoy running my own. Very small, again, again, not many, not well known, not a network. Mm-hmm. Just uh, and, and just having the creative, um, you know, um, control of sure. what you can put on in the air. I think that would be a fantastic experience. But yeah, with the, I would say anybody under even 30, 35, maybe even or maybe thirty for definitely anyone under the age of thirty. Would, yeah. would have to kind of look at a history book dude what is this <laughs> what are we doing here
0: what, what yeah what? I, I agree and i think what's interesting too and you kind of referenced it or you kind of alluded to it there but i think what youtube has done frankly has created an entire ecosystem of uhfs you know in terms of like complete creative freedom uh you know there are people, and I, I don't know many of them, but you know people that exist in the in the YouTube world, the YouTubers, if you will, that are effectively George Newman running a te- television station, you know, and they'll do kind of comedy sketches, or they'll do, uh, you know, put together a, a drama, you know, like uh, the amount of stuff, the 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 amount of stuff that's on YouTube. I think is kind of the modern day equivalent of what uh uh is kind of trying to do you know or, or at least maybe what did what did do in the in, in 89 what are your thoughts on that what are you that's a very interesting insight philip
1: just when i it, think you know you got nothing to bring to the table <laughs> <laughs> you pull something like this <laughs> no I, I can see that um yeah that's definitely kind of makes sense you you can just it's just a different kind of form but it's essentially kind of the same thing without the i mean there's ads and i, I think like a lot of the fun i had the parts i did like about this movie was the ads you know spatula yes. city <laughs> so, yeah uh, those are parts of this movie i really enjoy but I, I would agree that is youtube is a form of, of that um kind of concept and it's uh different it's like a kind of a compact smaller you know all our information is being available in such a smaller form here you have this station in the antennas and the the buttons and all this to bring it live and the cameras where now it's just well you can do youtube from your phone you can film it from your phone upload it from your phone it's all in your hand it's just like this right yeah this you just have this giant computer or this giant memory if you will and now you have these, all this memory on these like little memory cards, 32 gig memory cards, and it's such a tiny little thing, and there's so much on it, so it's crazy to think um, what we can information we get in such a small, you know, item. So it's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty pretty neat. Yeah, like I this, so, um, yeah, I think so. yeah, it's gonna sound like this movie, but this movie was neat. I'll give it that. <laughs>
0: Well, I think it's a context thing, you know, it's one of those, I think this is maybe one of the the first ones that I think, uh, you know, we joked before about movies like, uh, you know, movies that came out in 91, you know, I think we were talking about Misery uh, and Memphis Belle, you know, and how, uh, you know, Misery looked gorgeous and like kind of held up and certainly, but Memphis Belle kind of had a look of 1990, you know, it didn't just, it just sort of didn't uh, translate, let's say, uh, well to 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 modern viewing. And I think, with UHF, I wonder, again, this goes back to sort of if you, if you didn't see this movie in, in in the 80s or when you were, you know, 10 or 11 or 12, maybe, or maybe an early teenager, you know, uh, to just sort of flick it on in, in 2021, it, it just would feel like dated, I think, and like uh, have no connective tissue, you know, in, in many cases, you know, Weird Al isn't, isn't the sort of popular sort of zeitgeist that he was back then you know, it would probably just be Stanley Spadowski, you know, it would just be like, you know, uh, you know, Kramer kind of on the cover, you know? And, and um, so I think that it doesn't, you know, in terms of not holding up, I think there's a, there's a possibility that if you strip away all nostalgia and it sounds to me like you did, uh, (laughs) you're left with, (laughs) you're left with, Uh, What would amount to a pretty hollow movie now I still think there's funny bits in it and I did not sort of drop the nostalgia So there's some elements that we can kind of talk about that, you know, I was really kind of loving but uh, I think if I didn't have that I would think this is a pretty terrible movie Yeah, it was um, it's funny (laughs) (laughs) This I think launched Michael Richards
1: career because I'm looking at the first episode of Seinfeld Which is 1989
0: Oh, wow. I didn't think it was. I thought it was a
1: 90s show. No, no, I knew it was 80s. I, knew, I remember it was 88. But no, it's July 5th, 1989 was the very first
0: episode launched. OK, so, yeah, it would have All been right in that timeline. Yeah,
1: so it's possible. And you get obviously you saw some Kramerisms in his character, especially at the beginning. when Certainly. He's trying to get out the, out the door as he was getting fired. Right. He's trying to leave and he bumps <laughs> yeah. into the door. I'm like, that's Kramer. Yeah, that's great. And I love, I think it's a fantastic Kramer um, character. I think uh, he was a good, great, good character in this, Um, you know, just kind of getting into kind of the Kramer, just like in the beginning of Kramer sort of, obviously different in some ways for sure, but definitely Kramer-esque if you will, but just a a kooky character who, you know, Hey, you can be your own TV show. Well, can I still be the janitor? Uh, Sure. (laughs) You know, this guy loves that mop. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot he was in it, so I was pleasantly. I'm okay. I, I was thinking to myself, okay, all right. This is this is gonna be okay. Michael Richards, thank you. Here we go. And maybe <laughs> I wasn't uh, feeling nostalgic uh, at, when I watched it. I guess maybe I'm just not as not as much nostalgic as I thought I was.
0: Uh, well, I think it comes and goes. I mean, I would suggest that if you love uh, shows like MacGyver and Cheers and Frasier. And all of those shows are 30 years ago. Uh, I suspect there's some level of nostalgia, perhaps. The Golden Girls, you know, those are good on their own merits, but I think, you know, they're probably tied in some ways, perhaps, to your childhood in some capacity.
1: Maybe that's where I, I, I used up all my nostalgia I have available to me that's in those shows. <laughs> I have nothing left to give. You're tapped out. I got I'm nothing. Tapped <laughs> <out>. <laughs> You're <laughs> tapped out. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 I thought. And I'm like, okay, I'm, okay, this is. It took me a bit. Okay, this is Indiana Jones. I'm like, what, what is going on here? And then obviously I, I realize he's he's daydreaming, and I'm like, okay. And then it's all kind of coming back to me. Um, one, I do want to ask this question before I forget, though. Is why did Certainly. Bob get fired? Why did Bob get fired from the the burger joint? What did he do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I you call that uh, collateral police. damage.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've never been fired by association before. <laughs> that's a bit of an HR issue, right there. They could have uh, really done something uh, about yeah. that. But, uh, well, the nice
0: thing about the '80s is like HR didn't really exist, you know. Uh, um, true, true. That's a very good point. Uh, he was, in fact, always trying to save the job. You know, it seems. Uh, yeah. You know, trying to remind George to pay attention and and and, and don't yeah, you know, don't you- don't piss off Big Edna.
1: That's my first note.
0: That's a good note. Why did get fired? <laughs> 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 oh, that's interesting. I, I just, uh, you know what I'll say about the movie and, and we can, we can dig in a little deeper if, if, if we're going to have to, I suppose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what I, what I was impressed by and whether the, whether they worked or not is sort of secondary and we can talk to some, some reasons why it did or didn't. Uh, but what I, I really appreciate about this movie Uh, is that it is really, from minute one, nothing but jokes. Uh, You know, again, some funnier than others. But I think, like, each segment, each scene, each sort of thing has got just a bunch of jokes thrown in and a lot of references and songs and so on that I thought, uh, you know... Other than that, I find the end it kind of drags a little bit, but I'd say the first almost hour I found just flew by because it was just constant joke upon joke upon joke from the indie intro right to the to the ads like you're saying to the to the music video in the middle and you know just sort of uh, coming and going at a, at a rapid pace um, that impressed me this time and, and any other time again yeah. funny or not. It's just lots of jokes, you know, that Indiana Jones scene goes on for, you know, eight minutes. And I'd say there's probably, you know, 30 jokes in there.
1: Yeah, it did. The hour, the first hour did fly by, um, luckily. Um <laughs> What I, I thought of it when I saw the arm go through the wall <laughs> near the beginning, I think, OK, that's almost funny. That's almost funny. OK, I what almost laughed.
0: The- yeah. OK, all right. Right almost on the
1: all right, on the cusp, of, I almost—I I may have grinned a bit. I believe I grinned. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like an LOI, maybe? Like a, a laugh <laughs> on the inside, perhaps? On the inside it was an LOI situation. Uh, <laughs> <that's> funny. Uh, <laughs> and then I was starting to think, okay, okay. now we're in, and then. after that, they all kind of came back to me. And then, uh, like, okay, I remember what this movie. I remember I, I was—I forget what grade it was, but I watched it in school. Really. So I don't
0: know if that was part Which of the might explain course. your education deficiency.
1: It could explain a lot of things. <laughs> Killing Mockingbird or reading Macbeth, and I I am watching UHF, and wonder why I never took anything, I never took anything serious after that. <laughs> <laughs> my, grade, my grades were from nineties to sixties. I mean, that was the uh, the
0: pivoting, uh, the big turning point. <laughs> that was the moment. Yeah. Uh, well, that's interesting was that like a, like a Christmas break kind of situation? Like a, you know, the last class before the holiday or the summer break or what, what do you, how do you, yeah, how do you watch that movie?
1: I am from a small town, Phil. So I don't know. It maybe it was just a substitute teacher. One day it came in, it was like a reserve movie just to, for case, there was no material to go. I don't know. I don't know. It's sure. a long 30, <laughs> 32 years ago, 30, fair. 30 That's years true. ago. Anyway. So, so it's a long time ago and a, Galaxy Far Far Away.
0: Well, um, there's a, I think a Star Wars reference in this movie too. Yeah, I think the uh, the mop as lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, that was very, very yeah. brief. I I actually I, I LOI'd
1: on that one. It was very brief. Very good. Very good. I did like I, so uh, I it. Yeah, it wasn't things that I I I liked didn't like about the movie. You know, I mean I did like there were certainly aspects of it I
0: liked. Sure. I just don't, we'll get into those. I have a question for uh, you uh did you were you ever and did it at the time reflect in this uh, appreciation of the movie a weird owl fan you know, you say you're from a small town i'm you know obviously weird owl yeah. in that 80s run huge on him much music and so on what were your experiences with weird
1: yeah with weird that's
0: his first name weird uh, <laughs> let me tell you
1: i'm gonna tell you something i'll tell you the the good and the bad i enjoyed some of his music i enjoyed the parody music that he did well i remember (laughs) listening to you know a handful of songs on a couple of 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 cds or maybe even cassette tapes at the time but i must say I, i didn't feel like he really brought anything to this movie at all when he was playing the regular scenes where he wasn't doing anything he he just was pretty plain ironically
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. If I think listens. that was his intention was to sort of be the the straight man, as it were, and let all the kind of craziness happen around him. But I found, you know, the silliness, uh, you know, with his sort of deliveries of, uh, you know, his shrieking and his sort of screaming and. Uh, you know just just bash my head in and you know and, and 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 grab life by the lips and yank and you know uh so those kind of streaking uh, his message to terry you know like i'm sorry yes. you know and this sort yes. of all of I, those things i loved. that
1: that actually i had I, I had jotted down i was thinking I take all the of the stuff that was going on around him like you said the one yeah. part i like what he actually brought himself kind of was that yes <laughs> Leaving the message for Terry to pick up the phone. I thought that was so sad and desperate. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <He> really <laughs> sold that. So yeah. again, I'm not, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a huge Weird Al fan. I wouldn't say, I, but I, yeah. I, I enjoyed some some of his songs. Uh, uh, I remember when Avril Lavigne uh, constipated. Get so constipated, and then oh, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, I, there's gems like he was. He has talent. Well, he I'm not taking that away from him at all he's definitely a, a talented man I, and I like that type of talent I think yeah. I love, you know me I'm kind of like making up i've thought about making up songs about my work you know of things course. are just rhyme that aren't the actual song and then thing and it's just fun no one would really get yeah. it
0: but you're always singing uh, yeah in bizarre lyrics but you're always singing yes
1: yeah so I definitely I like, I like him so um I, I don't love him. That's true. some, but uh, yeah, again, when I was
0: when I was younger, when mm-hmm. I was younger, I loved him. I was like uh, just infatuated. I thought this guy's a genius. I loved all of those like early mid eighty hits, uh, all like the Michael Jackson covers, obviously.
1: Mm,
0: just uh, eat it, <laughs> yeah. Just eat it, you know. And I, I would have. Uh, he did a song on the Transformers the movie soundtrack, uh, "Dare to Be Stupid," and. Um, you know, I had that record or that tape. Uh, even worse, uh, and just listened the heck out of it. So he's a guy that I was sort of very much in in, in the world of. I, I love the 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 videos, and uh, he would do these things on on much music, and he would have like Al music and and together. And I remember like skipping school and just watching, you know, on like a sick day, maybe not skipping school, uh, probably, but you know, let's say I was sick that day. Uh, you know, in case my dad's listening or something. And uh, <laughs> um, by watching it and just thinking like, this guy's a genius. So when, I, when UHF came to me, I probably was on video. I wouldn't have gone to see it in the theater at 10, but I would say I saw it soon thereafter on video a couple years later. And so it was sort of right up my alley. As a pop culture guy. I thought he was darn, you know, hilarious. Uh, and so I think, again, it helped and shaped a little bit of my affection for this movie early on. Uh, because it was like it's Weird Al. I love Weird Al, you know. And I thought, uh, you know, to your point, I think he didn't bring, you know, he himself wasn't necessarily the silly weird guy uh, that you'd sort of expect from his albums and stuff. But you do get, you know, you I, I think anyway. Even maybe then, probably not. In, in more in hindsight, that the movie is clearly from that mind, you know, from from the from the, mm-hmm. you know, even if he himself isn't acting. Like the usual Weird Al character, uh, you can tell that, like, all of that movie, everything about it is sort of from the guy that would come up with Weird Al stuff, is, is how I look at it.
1: Yeah. I mean, he did obviously the Indiana Jones scene at the beginning, as you said, it ran about eight minutes long. And that's, I mean, that's just him. Instead of doing music, he's doing movies, right? That's just the yes. same thing. Could and have then been a does, music video. Yeah. And then he does, he does, at one point, he does Rambo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, he's parroting a movie instead of a song. One thing I wasn't a big fan of; I just didn't really do anything for me. I didn't really see the point of it. Was the the dream he was having about Jed and "Die the Dire Straits" song? I want my MTV. Yes, yes, yes. It was fine. That but I, I just. I don't, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I,
0: I think I it's know. another one where just, that does stick into a bit of a sore thumb in, in the context of the movie. And I don't know enough about the history to say. You know, was that? Which came first, you know? It's sort of like, is that just a scene? Like, is that a song that he'd had, and you know, was that on a record? You know, like on his latest, mm-hmm. you know, CD or something, and then he wants to put it in the movie as almost like a co-branding or something. But I remember seeing that music video, that particular music video, on Much Music a lot. So, uh, you know, it might have been just a promotional thing, but it does stick out in the movie, uh, like at a, like a sort of thumb. Uh, I agree, it sort of breaks it up altogether. Yeah. And I also will say that George Newman is pretty close to being, like, just, like, the worst boyfriend. Uh, (laughs) Because every time, or not even a a boyfriend, although he's not great. I think just in general, like, you know, three times in the movie, he makes an appointment, you know, makes a date. uh, And three times in the movie, he goes, oh, shoot, what time is it? You know, he just is constantly... Uh, uh, hurting his girlfriend, and that—that's yeah, that's just not, he's, not nice.
1: The worst employee, the, the bad employee, the bad boyfriend.
0: Yeah, uh, the yeah, bad not very dad. like, not very likable character, really. And then you know, when he does his uh, you know, a scene with his that I love is, is the the second. I mean, I like the first Uncle Nutzi's playground where he's obviously just being so ridiculous uh, and over the top, but it's the second one after Terry dumps him. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just so sad and miserable. He just like walks out and like anyway, yeah. just calling kids little weasels and, and 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 sadistic runner and a pathetic coyote and just how miserable and sad he is. I thought that I thought was a good performance too. Stellar, Oscar <laughs> nomination.
1: You know what? You know what yeah. scares me, Phil? Listen, this scares me the world right. outside when I read, I was reading IMBD and I'm like, okay, let me just see, maybe I'm just having an off day. Sure. And then I, see, yeah, I see this, this guy is saying, this is the single greatest movie ever made. I'm like, <laughs> wow. And I see yeah. all these 10 out of 10s uh, for an overall rating of seven out of 10. Right. Yeah. So I think, like, okay, that's yeah. a little bit high in my opinion. And then I look at Metacritic and it's a 32. So <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Uh, but obviously, there's definitely a bit of a kind of, you know, as you mentioned earlier, who's watching this? Is it a 40 year old? Is it a 20 year old? Is it, you know, 60 year old? It definitely, it definitely, uh, it's not going to be, not everyone's going to enjoy this movie. Everyone's going to kind of, and again, it's how, what, what what's your humor and I was, and I was talking afterwards of what kind of humor people like and this you I I don't think I've ever really been a big fan of parody films I wasn't a big Hot Shots fan I wasn't a big Naked Guy I did my Naked Gun I did like that but I wasn't a big airplane fan Okay no I don't think I'm now that I think about it I don't really think I'm a parody when it comes to comedy that's not
0: what makes me laugh. Uh, well, then that is going to be a problem watching this movie. I wish, uh, you, wish you had told me uh, a week ago. <laughs> well,
1: well. well, again, I, I couldn't quite remember what it was about other than I remember it was a small t- little TV station. But uh, again, as I was watching, I was like, this is a parody film. It's more well, Not all of it. I mean, it wasn't like dedicated parody film, but, you know, because it had some other elements to it. Again, I, I, I love the commercials and I love um, – I, I, I don't know if you remember the part I'm sure you do where he's inside the station and he has the, uh, the board up uh, Yep. of the, t- the time slots. Yeah. Right. And I'm just, uh, you know, reading some of them and like name that stain or <laughs> young, young and dyslexic, dyslexic. And I mean, yep. that's funny that I find like, I've always enjoyed, you know, Making things up and having fake commercials, so I think that's the part of the the, the parts of the movie I re- I actually quite enjoyed is because I like that I like because I'm a big SNL fan, as you know or, yeah. or may not know. Uh, I think you are, or were at least a fan at one point. I love SNL and I watch clips regularly on YouTube. So I'm a big fun, which is kind of weird because that's kind of parodying. Yeah,
0: I was just about to suggest okay. that that's kind of odd because you're you're kind of referencing some of the parodies. I mean, those television shows are a bit of a parody of television shows, you know, and, and the yeah. commercials are certainly a parody of commercials, particularly yeah. around uh, that, that time. So I think. You're you're pretty, full of shit.
1: I know. Well, I, again, I love in living color. I love mad TV. I love SNL, yeah. but when, so it when turns out you
0: just don't love this movie. It's not so much that you don't like parody as much. You just don't like <laughs> the <old> movie. <laughs> well, no, I think I, I don't think I like how it,
1: how I don't like watching it as a movie. I don't like how it translates to the big screen. Okay. Again, I don't like the other parodies that have been movies, two hours long of parody. Maybe I just like them in small little snippets or, uh, you know, maybe no. it's just how delivered. It's just a different kind of uh, a thing when you're doing it clip by clip. Yeah. Know? It's kind of
0: interesting that you say that only because, I mean, I feel like, and, and this is again, because of the plot, and and we'll touch on it in just in a moment now, 30 minutes in. uh, <laughs> the, uh <laughs> But I do feel like, in a strange way, that this movie could be chopped up pretty simply into bite-sized, YouTube-sized, you know, kind of morsels, right? Like that Indiana Jones lives in its own world, you know, and the ads, the thirty-second ads for Specialist City, and and uh, you know, and, and Wheel of Fish, and any of those things, you know, they're only a couple of minutes hits at each time, right? Those could be put on YouTube, I think. Uh, and, and have their own, you know, sort of life outside of the movie that the, you know, that, that, that it's kind of hung upon, you know, um, you can watch the, the Spadowski sort of clubhouse scene in its own because it doesn't really flow in the context of a movie, right? Like, so I think part of why this movie maybe doesn't work entirely as a movie is that the plot is pretty thin, you know, and it's really just an excuse, I think, you know, it's, it's not, it's contrived as an excuse. Uh, for Weird Al's sort of imagination uh, to, to come up with all this sort of stuff. So I think in in some ways, if you were to, the way you're describing it, if you were to watch the movie in those bite-sized morsels, you might appreciate it even more. You know, and cut out maybe some of the the love, you know, the 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 Terry and George love uh, you know, romance uh, scenes, you know, or whatever else, and just kind of go to, straight to the uh, to the more sort of parody types of uh, of scenes maybe that would be better.
1: Um, I, would, I I I want to say yes but at the same time I think part of the reason why maybe I didn't enjoy the movie as thought as I, as as much as I thought I might or or had before is the any I didn't find the Indiana Jones part funny. Mm yeah okay. So I think that kind of took me out of it right from the beginning a little gotcha. bit. Yeah yeah. Uh, and maybe I'm just a harsh critic. I don't know. Uh, but I just i don't know it wasn't to me it just wasn't really i don't know it just didn't do it for me phil
0: well that's fair i mean i found myself this time watching it that that scene i do find a challenge to as an intro I, i found it's it's a little dry and it's a little slow in getting to the point but i do feel like by the time you get to the you know, the big, excuse me, the big signs, you know, like, do not enter, don't go, right, there's there's 55 of these sort of warning signs, these kind of police tape, and he's kind of crawling through, that's more of a chuckle, you know, but by Mm -hmm. the time you kind of get to the scene when the ball is, like, turning a corner down the street, and he's running through Cairo, and so forth, there's, there's an element of, like, this is very silly, but Mm -hmm. I do agree that it's sort of, it was difficult even now, or more so now, maybe for me, to really get into it. I found that scene; it, it, it dragged a little bit and kind of left me not uh, eager, like excited and like pumped up for what was coming. Um, but I, I did still find some highs uh, within the movie.
1: I think maybe as I've gotten older, as my what I like is a sense of humor. I think I've I've strayed away from silly, sure, that, and I I feel like I need more like a clever kinda of, kind of kind of humor and I'm thinking about the comedies that I do like and it's it's and, and we've watched some too and it's just the 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 uh, the witty writing yeah you know stuff like that versus just being just silly. I think that's kind of maybe comes with an age thing or just kind of you just kind of grow out of it, I guess and it's hard to go back I guess. Um, Could be. Sometimes. I mean, I Unless, don't know how you get any
0: more clever than Conan the Librarian, but I, you know, you know I I, <laughs> I, that one. I did okay, scale. I'm going to tell you a couple that that I did like, and I, and that's one of them. I like the Conan the Librarian.
1: Uh, okay. I didn't part of the Rambo. I didn't mind the end part where he, you know, the bullet he eats the bullet and spits it out, <laughs> goes off. I, I didn't mind that. I like the part, and this is not really a, a spoof. It's the part where the the home ec teacher just cuts oh, yes. his finger and is bleeding. I kind of, <laughs> that was kind of funny.
0: I yeah. reference that often. Uh, Call me Mr. Butterfingers. I have <laughs> said that for 30 years now. <laughs> it always yeah. makes me laugh. And I like the part with uh,
1: Michael Richards and you get to drink out of the water hose. <laughs> <He just> <laughs> <laughs> the water pressure just blows the kid. Yeah. Uh, to the he end. Goes uh, and the, there's the yeah. part where... Uh, Someone loses an arm, and I thought that was kind of funny. So again, there's parts I like. It's the Indiana Jones scene.
0: It's in the Indiana.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was one part I I didn't mind. The rest of it just kind of mannequin, just kind of drag. So again, there's snippets, snippets, snippets um, here and there. I enjoyed. For example, I like the part where he walks into Fletcher's office yes and everything stops all the noise stops and what's yeah but what's funny about that is even the phones stop <laughs> That i didn't even awesome. notice that that's clever although like even the phones just magically stop ringing that i appreciate it because that's clever um, that's interesting writing philip
0: that's really good i i honestly didn't even notice that this time so that's that's great <laughs> uh so yeah, so can,
1: there's certain uh parts uh about the movie i guess uh, i think it was more of the the silliness that i wasn't i guess i wasn't really uh you know interested in like i i maybe i once i even when i was younger i don't think i've really been into the silly stuff like because yeah. i would have been when hot shots came out i would have been you know not yeah, sure I think that was, was like ninety,
0: ninety one, somewhere in that region. So like thirteen yeah. yeah. ish. 15. I,
1: I think yeah. I'd like Nick's gun because I have a kind of a weak spot for Leslie Nielsen. And maybe OJ Simpson, I don't know. Um, but-
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we'll edit it so that it's just Leslie Nielsen. You, 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 we don't need to lose any of our seven listeners. Uh, the controversy. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think it's like, so I guess it's everyone has the definitely different, different, like I'm an, I'm an Austin Powers fan. That's a total parody. That
0: whole movie is a parody. I know. So I don't, I don't an know what you. are interesting duck right now. You're, but I understand, right? It's, 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 it's not a criticism. I think, you know, people have different tastes or, you know, sometimes it's more effective than another, you know? Uh, so there's nothing but wrong with liking this and not liking that. But I find it funny to me that a couple of things you're mentioning are like directly parodies.
1: But I think, I think, but Austin Powers is still its own thing more yeah. than than just a bunch of parodies put together. It's its own thing with a few parodies, sure. like little things here and there. And then Mike Myers just, you know, steals, steals the show. Right. If you look, if you yeah. look at Weird Al, when he's just doing the regular scenes, he's not doing he's not stealing anything like he's not grabbing my yeah. attention at all. It's, as you mentioned, it's the things going on around him where it's Austin Powers, you're you're you got he's got his accent. He's got his his mannerisms. He, he is the movie. And that's yeah, I think uh, that's
0: probably a pretty good uh, uh, point. Is I do think that, that this movie sort of again, it's, it's sort of a, it, it hangs its, its, its head on or hat on the stuff that the create the little kind of side pieces, right? Like the movie itself uh, is thinly plotted and not really all that uh, compelling or interesting. And you know, the romance isn't interesting to me. Uh, the relationship with Bob isn't, you know, fleshed out, right? Like the whole movie is really just an excuse to have these segments. Uh, and I think, you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're not into the segments as they are, as I said, I, I think to, there's, there's some, some version of this movie that might exist even better chopped up. Uh, for, whereas for an hour and 40, um, it can sort of, it's just a little bit like, what am I really watching? You know, Conan the Librarian is mm-hmm. hilarious to me. Gandhi too is hilarious to me, uh, and then the rest are sort of like, you know, the the Geraldo Jerry Springer thing, you know, uh, 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 town talk with George Newman, you know, this sort of thing when people like throwing uh, chairs across and like you know alcoholic lesbian sold in a convent for you know alien <laughs> yeah. abduction, you know, uh, like there's a there's a there's a, a a framing of that that's just sort of again. Those shows don't really exist anymore, right? Like that's a spoof or a little ripoff of like Geraldo with the broken nose and the table and and the uh, Capone's, you know, glove box and and you know all of that. Like that whole scene uh, is like 1989 television crystallized in about 45 seconds. But if you don't know Geraldo or remember or Jerry Springer or anything, again, it goes back to the point of you know, well, how do who how is this funny? Like, what is funny about that? Other than I guess that, that episode might be funny, you know, lesbian, you know, alien (laughs) abduction. I did, I did did. did, did like that. I think one thing i maybe missed a little bit
1: as I don't think Michael Richards was enough to carry it when it came Mm -hmm. to like a cast. If that's your your go-to guy, I liked him. I liked him and I appreciate his humor. As you know, Kramer's one of my favorite characters of all time. Uh, But I think that it was just missing. Like they didn't have the other guy. There's um a Bigger lad that didn't really bring anything to the table. This, the, the weird sciencey nerd guy who's uh, uh, a regular on General Hospital. Uh, oh, years the later.
0: yes, 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 the uh, the, the engineer that lives yes. at, the, at the station.
1: Yeah, I, I love General, like, yeah, he doesn't I love really have much General to do. Hospital. Yeah, so I think if there is some more, and Terry, who actually is from SNL, if you
0: remember, if you yeah. recall, yeah. yeah, uh, so I guess that I, same I'm, years too, I think she was there uh in that 88 89 90 cast uh one of my so. so that's my first snl cast so even her uh, victoria jackson i had a little you know like yes. connection to you know.
1: yeah i think um fletcher like that was a that was a, a fun character. here he did i mean i don't see any like he had a role to play and he yes. played it right the villain, yeah. uh, art network rival guy. I mean, he's he's a known uh, actor, so
0: I thought yeah. um, brilliant in uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers uh, in 1954. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a, he's phenomenal in that in that movie, in a in a great movie as well. But he's really great in it. I just thought he's he's so over the top again and and, and again designed that way, but so over the top and 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 in a way that you know, screaming and yelling and, and, you know, even when he fires Stanley, you know, Kramer there, um, you know, for forgetting the the document on the chair and then kind of yells at the guy to get that ridiculous thing <laughs> off and he rips off his mustache and he's just, <laughs> it's another kind of great scene. But, uh, you know, again, the, the plot as it is, and, and we'll, we'll briefly say it, uh, uh, George Newman played by Weird Al is uh perpetually looking for a job. It seems um, can't hold one down. His imagination runs too wild and ends up thanks to an, an aunt and uncle uh, in possession uh, of a TV station, a UHF station um, where he can basically let his creativity run amok, and sort of by accident ends up with a ratings juggernaut. Thanks to uh, Stanley Spadowski played by Michael Richards and and as a result uh brings up the ire of the network affiliate uh played by kevin mccarthy um and it's sort of a bit of a race to the end to see who can raise the money uh uh, to save the station uh and will george do it or not is really what it comes down to but um that's that's right i think with the drama of that like that's a bit of a sitcom premise right like the uh, you know, save our station, save our school, save our diner. You know, I feel like these are things that would have been on, you know, more, more appropriately on these sort of, you know, save network TV. Well. yeah, a little bit of that, you know, save the max uh, or something. So, you know, again, there's no real drama in this movie. Um, I don't really connect to, to that, re- those, some of those relationships to me, I found it very funny throughout. Um, there's enough, uh, again, all those parodies I kind of dig. You know, uh, again, Conan, I love the crazy Ernie uh, commercial. Uh, I'll club it seal to make a better deal. Um, you know, <laughs> that edgy. again is something <laughs> that's something I think that's just born in the 80s because there was all this controversy around uh, baby yeah. seals and, and getting clubs. So, like, this was a. You know, it's, again, a timely joke that, that maybe doesn't age well. But all the, I've got red cards, I've got green cards. Like, it doesn't matter, right? It's just that stuff. And obviously, Spatula City is great. And guns don't kill people. I kill people. Yeah, you know, that's... That, a, that was funny.
1: That, I did enjoy
0: that one. You know, another reference to the sort of NRA ads that were going around at the time that are just, you know, basically, it's like, guns aren't the problem, right? And so there's just really an interesting, like, uh, snapshot of that time and, and of what, uh, you know, what, uh, what television was like. And then there's some of the silly stuff like, you know, wheel of fish and, you know, do you want what's behind, you know, in this case, like what's in the box, you know, what's behind door number two and those kind of game shows. And the idea of him, it's like nothing, <laughs> you get nothing. Uh, you're so stupid. Um, yes. you know, see, I again, let me stop there for a second. See, I didn't like that right. character. I
1: didn't think that was funny. He's well, so I think she's not, stupid it was a it was a calculated risk (laughs) um but he he, i think he said it before too and i'm like i don't know just i didn't find him funny i thought he could have been funny as a missed opportunity
0: well i think it's not that funny i i i more like the idea that that uh, you'd have a game show where you could get nothing like it you know like it's sort of like
1: that's uh, funny
0: even i think it's hilarious uh but he I found, you know, what's weird about getty Watanabe is, you know, he had a whole kind of career, uh, you know, this time frame of being that like the Asian guy um, in like gung ho and this certainly. And, um, you know, that part doesn't really age well, you know, uh, uh, it's so mm-hmm. clearly kind of racist uh, in its conception, you know, uh, that it's difficult in 2021 uh to view it as anything but that right uh, and so uh, i'm not a particularly like politically correct individual but even that is just like it doesn't have uh doesn't have the legs as it were yeah uh, like, to hold up i don't
1: think if it is a little racist and if it's just not funny that's a bad combination like well it's not even just that if you're gonna at least if it's not even funny you know so that was just, yeah. you know uh, I kind of had mixed feelings about the scene. Again, again, it could be a little racy with the Mexican,
0: with yeah, the animals. Same, similar. Yep. Yep. Uh,
1: there are parts of it I I liked uh, when you know um, I like I like just like I thought he was kind of funny. Yeah, uh, like with the ants and then throwing in the turtle, but then the poodle's out the window, and then I'm like, no, that's just too far. Yeah, it's just too far. I think they could have done something else where it could have went it's like far-fetched funny without being like I'm, you're killing dogs essentially <laughs> uh, you know and it's funny when he gets all these other ones delivered that's yes. funny again so i, I, I enjoyed it. i just thought i think they just could have i find that a lot of parts of these movies could have been better uh and i think a lot of i mean that's why i'm a little hard uh tough critic on these parodies because i feel like a lot of them could be better i, I see a lot of missed opportunities uh, and just uh, some characters that could have been funnier uh, if they had done made different decisions uh, and put that together with what, what is good. like the parts that we've talked about that are, are funny and is funny. I think it could have been it could have been a, a gem. Now well, I,
0: I got, don't tell that to the 70 10 star reviews uh, on the IMDB. <laughs> they they will mean, fight you to the teeth.
1: And this, I want to do one here on, on IMBD. It's uh, Gene Siskel, rest in peace, Chicago Tribune. Viewing yeah. UHF may be injurious, injurious, I don't know how you say that, but injured yeah. to, your, to, the, to your sense of humor. Rarely uh-huh. has a comedy tried so hard and failed so often to be funny. <laughs> Zero well, that- or another another one is UHF. We get 90 minutes of, of e- uh, Al Yankovic and that's 85 minutes too much. Oh my
0: goodness. <laughs>
1: uh, and going on about, you know, his gags, blah, blah. And that, so there was two zeros. That, <laughs> but you're right. There's, you know, these, sorry, this was on Metascore, uh, not hmm. the user reviews of the seven of the 10. But yeah, there is so many tens. Go buy this on DVD right now is, is one thing. Yep. This is this is an absolute what must see for all Weird Al fans. So again, if you look at the age group, of these guys they are probably in all around our age. <laughs> I, I would think.
0: Yeah, I would say quite possibly, and I think it's true. To be honest with you, I mean, all that being said, I think you know, as again, when I was younger, and even still today, you know, if you're a Weird Al fan uh, to that extent, I would suggest it is probably must see. Right? It's the it's the one movie uh, that he ever really made, and that he you know, it's again, it, it's a vision. Uh, however funny or not it is along the way there's no denying that it's a Weird owl movie you know I think that there's enough in it uh, that is again to, to, to the point earlier it's so clearly a, uh, his humor or his type of persona even if he himself isn't playing that character everything around him is and so I think you know if you're a Weird Al fan and again I you know other than it it, it sort of you know dr- dr- cutting the movie in half a little bit or, or or kind of sticking out like a sore thumb i love the beverly hillbillies song i loved the music video when i was younger and i still think it's really clever and interesting and the you know the computer animated or generated imaging there the cgi to sort of make that uh video kind of possible is kind of neat even in hindsight to sort of see as a harbinger of things you know uh, on the horizon but so, like, while I don't necessarily think it it, it fits in the movie uh, or or really has any place in that context, I still think it's great, right? And I think, you know, little things like, uh, to me, like clever stuff like, uh, you know, now we're just kind of going over the jokes, but the clever thing with the with the change, the homeless man, you know, change, you give me change, and and then he gives him a dollar. <laughs> you know, like, you're just mm-hmm. looking for change, not, like, uh, not for any other reason, than, like break a dollar. I, I, that little stuff like that makes me chuckle. Uh, the Rubik's cube guy, you know, who's just—he's blind and every he makes a move. And is this it? No. Nope. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is, like, is this it? Nope. Is this it? Nope. Again, <laughs> I've referenced that for years. I just think that is clever and hilarious, and it's brief. And it's a kind of a, a brief moment in the movie, but has had the the legs, as it were. Uh, to still kind of be with me in my mind and, 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 and in my sense of humor uh, to make me laugh even after all this time. So I, I do think that maybe while a movie, uh, you know, it maybe doesn't hold up uh, in its entirety, I think there's enough. Uh, even uh, I can't help but laugh. There's two things I'm going to say, actually. Uh, I, when, when Al introduces himself to Fran Drescher, whom we haven't spoken about yet, as the receptionist and he walks in and he says hi I'm George <laughs> and she just like goes on a huge tirade the look on his face with the sort of smirk and the eyes wide and he just stares at her during this sort of tirade i like crack up hy- hysterically like an outside out of body laughter at that face mm-hmm. for some reason or other it just knocks me out i just i think it's it's the funniest thing in the movie and it's just a face uh, so hmm. if you're not there you know uh, i think it is going to be a struggle to get you through the movie but for me mm-hmm. you know even then and, and other parts of the movie maybe don't hold up as much but like that just that look i just think like well i need weird al in this movie f- just for that look if no other reason you know as an actor i mean like you know he has to have that in that movie well i'll have to I'll have to check the, I i missed that look it to me it's like it's, it's the funniest thing in the movie. I In my view, it's just such a, a small thing, but it just makes me just belt out of laughter. I, I think it's great. You know, uh, when it's, I work, funny. In- you got, Go I've
1: had that before in movies, and I remember I have that exact same thing in Old School with Will Ferrell, and he's oh, yes, uh, yes. and he's in the kitchen um, and with the hockey stick, and just uh, and he just has this look in his face, and I don't know why. Certainly. I just find it just hilarious,
0: and he does that I, a know, lot. He's, he's he's got a great face yeah uh, I would say and uh, you know strangely enough in that movie there' just to, to, just to go over to old school just for a minute uh, he's got another line he's got a line in that movie that uh, when he when he's gonna do another drink or when he's when he's being convinced to sort of be frank the tank at the at the keg party and he's like no 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 and the oh, I'll do one I'll do one and to me <laughs> I just it cracks me up every time to watch <laughs> Watch him cave, and then do the one, and then obviously all the stuff around that—just
1: hilarious. Yeah, it's so something with this movie. Go, go ahead. I was just saying something with Will with Will's eyes when he talks, and something with just—I don't know—he's got this special gift.
0: Yeah, I think so too. He's very talented. And, you know, again, I think you know maybe this movie wasn't the thing because it wasn't a hit. But I, I think Weird Al, you know, given his career since, uh, there's no denying the sort of uh, the. The, the genius that is sort of Weird Al, whether it's translated to movies very well or not, uh, you know the records that he's put out since, the music videos that he's put out since, uh, there's genius in there to, for sure. Um, yeah, you know this That'd is a movie. Oh, sure, for sure. Like okay. yeah. he has yeah. a, a place. Yeah, uh, yeah. So when I lived in uh, Vancouver, I worked at the video store as I mentioned before, and this was a movie uh, that was very, very often uh, on the On the television uh, when when I was working. Uh, Me and my dear friend Graham would work together. We love this movie. And and we would just watch it at nauseum every day. We'd watch UHF for for weeks at a time. Um, So again, there's a connection to this movie, maybe that's sort of again, nostalgia, you know, not just from my youth, but then to my 20s with 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 my buddy Graham and and, and the video store kind of vibe of this movie uh, that I think still is with me uh, today. And even at uh, you know Graham's wedding I we had kind of toyed around with the idea of a Twinkie wiener sandwich um, but uh, which was highlighted in that movie if you recall <laughs> cutting a Twinkie in half putting a hot dog in hot it doctor. and topping it with cheese whiz um, it looks absolutely disgusting but we, we did talk and like because this movie sort of meant so much to, to him and I uh, that that would be a A funny little gag so again uhf for me you know i'll say it you know wrapping up here i'll say that this movie when i watched it this time uh did not have the uh the feelings let's say that i'd had before uh a lot of funny little bits and scenes i thought for me uh but as a movie didn't quite hold up not quite what i wanted it to be and a little less than what i uh, had hoped
1: that's fair. I mean, that's pretty common. I mean, I mean, they're tough to love up to, especially when you're you're watching it with the with the brain of a a fourteen year old or eighteen year old, or and then turn around and watching it as a forty year old. It's tough. It's because it, you just even I remember I remember when you brought you brought over the the super nests, uh, and I'm oh, thinking, yeah. okay, let's play, let's play some F zero, and I had this this picture of F zero in my mind, and then we put it in. And I'm like, this is not what I remember it looked like. This looks like a lot worse than I remember it looking like. <laughs> yeah. but, we st- but it was still fun. Yeah. So it was still an enjoyable experience. It just wasn't quite how I remembered it in my brain. Yeah. So I think it's kind of along the same kind of idea. A different, obviously, but uh, concept's the same. So how we remember yeah. it, it's tough. And there's some movies, again, some movies do do hold up i can't think of maybe because they're remastering them in 4k and like oh yeah this is good again (laughs) but it's uh, it's not always the case so
0: yeah i wonder Uh, i wonder you know so far you know every movie that i've picked has obviously been uh fond memories of right like we're not picking contemporary movies so there's there's it's strange that in this movie sort of has the same, and maybe it is just that it's the first sort of comedy, right? And then, and it's just, you know, to sort of look at it in that perspective, how drama tastes, at least in my case, seem to have not changed that much. The movies I loved when I was younger, I still seem to love. Uh, but this being the first comedy that we've sort of investigated, as it were, um, is, you know, doesn't hold up maybe quite as much. And so, is that a product of, you know, just being a little older or, you know, It'd be interesting to see as we as we continue down these paths, uh, the next comedy and the next comedy and the next comedy that come off the shelf to see how they hold up. Um, uh, you know, for me and and even for you, I suspect.
1: Yeah, it's I think it's our first comedy we, we've done really. Has it? Well, I mean, Royal Tenenbaum <laughs> certainly had some. You know, yeah, that's community. true. I yeah. was gonna say
0: Cold Pursuit. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, it had some but this elements. is the first like silly comedy, right? Royal Tenenbaums is funny, but not designed to be, you know, uh goofy. And, and you know, maybe that's what maybe that's the difference, right? Again, maybe, uh maybe the the silly Pratt fall down the stairs, you know, isn't quite as funny as uh, as it as it used to be. Yeah. Oh well, well again,
1: it wasn't a terrible, terrible experience. Uh, I it's uh, something I didn't enjoy. It just it was. Again, not my type of humor anymore, I guess. Or I'm just, I think I'm just a very harsh critic when it comes to certain things. When I can see things that can definitely be opportunities of being better and some missed opportunities. Uh, but it did have ch- ch- moments of, of, you know, that's, that's funny. I like that. Just a little, yeah. you know, Spatula City. Spatula <laughs> City. Spatula City. Uh, you know, even, even a- that could have been better. Like there's other, like there's so much to do with that, right? They they, yeah. they 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 said no, we're doing the spatula for whatever reason. Yeah. But I've done that too, and you just you pick something that's totally ridiculous, and you just go with it, and and, and it just reaches reaches a certain amount of humor. And for some people, it hits it at an eight out of ten. For some yeah. people, it just falls flat. It's one of those movies that, as you can just look at the ratings and the reviews, it's it's a wide range of people that
0: loved it and people that didn't like it. So yeah. Absolutely, for me, absolutely. It's probably the biggest, you know, desperation, i there say, or view, uh, of any movie, you know, generally so far anyway, other than maybe per- Cold Pursuit. Uh, you know, uh, critics and audiences have agreed for the most part, uh, even on Max Payne, you know, it's like not audiences weren't like, this is a 10 out of 10. And critics were like, this is a six out of 10. Everyone just went like, yeah, it's about a seven, you know, and so um, <laughs> yeah. it's interesting. This has got that sort of cult Cult vibe to it, um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know if it goes back on the shelf. I got to be honest with you, but I will have to sit with that. Oh wow, uh, yeah. yeah, I have to sit with it because it's uh, you know I didn't love it this this watch, and this conversation hasn't made me appreciate it anymore. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to really sit on it and see uh, see what's up with it. Uh, okay, so that's UHF uh, this week's. Uh, movie has come to an end which means it's your turn dave what's coming off your shelf next week
1: uh, i'm sure you've seen it before uh, i'm gonna and i'm gonna be honest with you i need a little more gene i need a little bit more gene and okay. we haven't uh, we haven't had a will smith film yet i think he's got a lot of uh, big films so i'm gonna go with enemy of the state
0: okay all right interesting i uh I've been thinking a little bit about that movie over the last uh, couple of months, so it'll be nice to revisit it. I haven't seen it since the theaters, so I think that would have been like 2002 or something, So or 90, I don't know when it was. Maybe early 2000s, I think.
1: Oh, wow. You're in for a real treat, Buggy.
0: (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we'll chat about it next week. Good night, everybody. Sounds good. Good night.